So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. Hello, welcome to The Resentment List with your host, Naomi and Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups and lots of them. Uh, we're back with another episode. Um, we weren't going to record today. Um, it's been a pretty pretty crazy week, as you all know. Um, yeah, it's just we've had a few discussions about what is the right thing to do. Um, should we should we give space to uh, to the Black Lives Movement uh, Matter movement? And um, I, I guess I kind of felt a bit funny about about us putting out content at the time at this time, um, and if we were going to say anything about it. Um, and personally, it's been quite an emotional week with this stuff. Um, so yeah, so we decided we decided we we're going to cut. We we're, we're going to do the episode, yeah. um, and you know we're not. Uh, we're not. Uh, we don't usually talk about serious stuff on here because we're all about the laughs. Um, but that's a great tagline for the show. We're all about the laughs. We're yeah. all about the laughs. <laughs> it's a show about like suicidal mental health, but we're all about the laughs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but is yeah. Anyway, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a silly show. It's a silly show. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're we're also about being real, and we're also about telling you what's been going on in our lives. And what's been going on in our lives is that we've been navigating the 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 um the climate at the moment yeah the cultural climate um and yeah and yeah it's just been a really interesting time how have you been ben um yeah i think uh i think you and me haven't really talked that much no um but i think we probably had a pretty pretty similar experience um i guess i the first thing i want to say is i want to throw up a disclaimer there that we we don't we don't really want to speak for anyone else um and we can only really talk about our experience at this time um so uh, yeah i guess we'll we'll just talk about what what happened to us and mm. um and i guess the week for me i think um you know i heard about this george floyd case and if you don't know, which I'd be hard to imagine anyone that doesn't know, but um, um, yeah, they probably know. Yeah, well, just to, I'll just recap it quickly. Um, a man who was um, arrested for suspicion of forgery um, was um, put in a police car uh, and then taken out of the car for an unclear reasons, 
and then an officer um, knelt on his um, neck for over eight minutes until he died. And ever since that, um, there's been a lot of talk, um, a lot of protesting and writing um, about how people are treated uh, by the police, um, particularly black people and indigenous people in Australia. And I kind of, I, I don't know how you heard about this first. I kind of heard little trickles coming through as you do from time to time because this isn't that uncommon in America. Um, but I think it happened last week um, and it was only, you know, up until a few days ago, I didn't know the full details, but I think on Tuesday it kind of all hit me at once. And that was a day when the social media or the the posts were, were blacked out, black squares. Um, and I think... Um, that day I just it just kind of all hit me at once how sad it was what had happened particularly to this man but also a lot of people um and I guess just this kind of feeling of hopelessness like I have no idea how we're going to fix this problem Mm. and I think um you know like you said you've you've gotten better over the last few days, but I think at Tuesday I was kind of where you were, um, where I was just kind of completely flawed and just, just sad and kind of really immobilized by that sadness and just spend most of the day in bed. Um, what was your experience? Well, we mentioned George Floyd last pod when we were with Hita, but, um, to be completely honest with you, Tristan mentioned it to me when it happened and I just couldn't comprehend it. I think I mentioned last week that, you know, I was really depressed. So, um, you know, in my privileged position, I could just say I don't want to deal with that right now. So I didn't want to deal with it. Um, I haven't watched a video and I won't watch a video. Um, I've seen so many of those videos, um, unfortunately. So um, it's no surprise to me what went on. Um and yeah, so we mentioned it and then on Sunday Tristan says there's a um there's a protest on Monday and we well we gotta go. So we went, um and that was amazing. Um it was like there was indigenous elders there, there was um a young indigenous woman, um so young, like she organized the whole thing. And p- just all these different people came up and shared their experiences and it was really moving. Um, There was over 2,000 people there. Um, And, yeah, I think the same with you, Ben. Like, I didn't – I haven't been engaged with it from the very start, but by Monday it it all hit me. Um, And it just all hit me at once. And I think um, our family has been – engaged with this you know we Swiss talk about race we talk about um human rights issues a lot in our family um and so we're not new to deaths in custody in Australia we're not new to racism in Australia we know that it exists um we are passionate about human rights um and I think for me at least the prior knowledge and awareness of systematic problems um, 
you know, I I I wouldn't I I would wouldn't say I read enough about that stuff, but I do seek out that stuff. Um, and so I think that prior awareness contributed to my reaction to what happened. And um, I was just so emotional. Like I was really, really anxious. I was just so I was I, I got into a compulsive frame of mind. Um, and yeah, and just got really compulsive about it and was just watching all of this stuff and reading all of this stuff and, um, just thinking of ways that I could engage with it in a meaningful way and, and be part of, I don't know, just being, doing something basically. Um, so I've been pretty obsessive, um, and it's only just like yesterday that I just realized my mental health was getting affected by it and that I needed to be able to switch off and, um, and uh, there was a business owner who wrote, did this video about how to react, um, how to help and how to, how to go forward um, as a white person. And, and she said this really good point of, you know, you have to look after yourself and be centered within yourself and look after your own mental health because otherwise you're not going to be useful for anyone else. And, and I, that, I just really remembered that. I was like, you know, instead of posting things, compulsively you know and doing things as a knee-jerk reaction like I need to be centered in myself so that I can be of of use and I've gone to that and I've been able to I mean I'm still bloody posting shit (laughs) like (laughs) um um but yeah I'm just a bit more measured I'm not it's not consuming me my life and day my day and night anymore um yeah I 100% agree and I think um I think that's that's a big part of um like I've read a few a few different like books and stuff about ethics and, and that's pretty much like a a big part of any ethical theory is that you can't really help anyone else um unless you're in a good enough frame of mind to do something. No. And I think that's I was in probably a different manifestation of it, but that's the kind of the feeling that I had on Tuesday was that it was so depressing that I couldn't even think about how to do anything. Um, and, you know, luckily there has been a lot of great resources um, like what you've just mentioned. And I think um, the Black Lives Matter movement is one that is is very goal-oriented and um, very pragmatic. And so if, you're have, if you have this kind of feeling that we all get with causes like this where you kind of cynical or or a bit um feel a bit like you can't do anything there actually is um a lot of resources and and really simple ways that you you can help and there's and i think through that movement that we've all seen online in the last few days we've all started to get a little bit more hope than we probably had um earlier on in the week um so that definitely helped me but what when you were in this kind of compulsive, I was just wondering, is this, was this similar to like the, when you're looking up the priest stuff, is it like, <laughs> is it a similar kind of thing where you, I mean, I don't, is it like a, ma- a manic phase? Is that, is that the right way to call it? Or? Yeah, it's like a, um, a heightened sense of like, it's, it's, I get in these stages every now and then and whether or not it would have happened without this I mean obviously it exasperated it but um 
yeah, just, you know, just compulsively be, being obsessed, compulsively searching stuff, compulsively on social media, um, just thinking about it 24-7, talking about it 24-7. Um, and also another thing that I wanted to mention is that I guess there's just a sense of duty and a sense of um, responsibility. Like I'm not coming – I'm coming from a place of – and I don't know if it comes across that, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm sure that people might see social media posts and be like, "Oh, this person is telling us, this white person is telling us, like, what we should do." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more coming from a sense of like, I haven't done enough, and I yeah. guess that's what I wanted to touch on today was being reflective and thinking about where where you're at. And and as I mentioned before, like, we're not we're not we aren't new to this issue um i think i've noticed a lot of people in australia were surprised that this stuff had ha- happens in australia and I, I i mean personally i i don't i don't know how that is but um for me i i'm looking at my own behavior and i'm going okay how have i what have i not done in the past what how can i how can i change how can i change from now um and i think that part of white privilege is the ability to be able to pick and choose when you engage with this stuff and and you know I'm very very comfortable in my life and I don't have any problems um and I I know that I've I've you know my white privilege has allowed me to do all of these different things in my life and I think that um, although I, I'm aware of it from like an ideological perspective because I studied cultural studies, I think that it's very easy to forget it. Um, yeah. That's the thing. And I think that as much as I would love for people to see all the social media that's going on and see all of this stuff in the news and see, and see all their friends posting about it and change, it's more my engagement with it is also got a side of me going, okay, how can I get as educated as I can about this subject so that I can change within me? Um, I, I think another thing is like I think sometimes people can get um, a bit turned off by the language of this stuff because they might not have had the cultural studies education that you and I might have. And I think the thing I always remember, and I think this is a good thing, is... um just the the thing that i that first got me into animal ethics was peter singer made an argument that's just like if you were walking along a lake and you saw someone drowning um about 10 meters away would you think of it as your duty to rescue them Mm. of course you would Mm. so really the only difference between what we're doing in all our lives and that situation is distance Mm. it's the only issue so just because someone is in a difficult situation miles away, that doesn't reduce the duty as or at all mm. because we have the ability to help them and we would want them to do it for us in a similar situation. And I think we all have that basic moral idea that if someone is in trouble, you help them out. And we know because we binge watch these shows and whatever that we can give a little bit. So... I really don't think that it's asking for that much anyway. Mm. So. Yeah. Another thing that I've learned for myself is that the part of the manic thing was, I don't know why, but subconsciously I thought that, and this is very subconscious because it's ridiculous, but 
you know, if I if 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 we post about this enough and do enough now that the problem is going to be solved, but that that isn't going to happen. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and um, and yeah, and and it has to be an ongoing thing, and um, it, it's trending at the moment, which I think is good. I think that's good. I think that um, no matter how, what you think about it, I think the fact that it's everywhere is is necessary. Um, it's just that it we need it to continue being now awareness and continue mm. doing actionable steps um and those things are you know donating money where you can to people that are struggling with these issues um and educating yourself so that you can be in the world in a way that isn't racist (laughs) you know I think we there's all these different ways of being racist and it's not just the out the um, explicit calling something someone a name or um or excluding someone because of the color of of their skin it's um letting people talk about letting people be racist in your presence which I have done um and you know just all those little things that we let go um we let go and and um and yeah but I don't want this to be like it's not we're not lecture I don't want it to be like a lecturing thing it's just yeah there are all these ways that that we can like make create make the movement I don't know yeah change it's hard yeah it's hard whenever you talk about I think there's this there's it's such a rife thing um that we don't we don't want to be lecturing anyone because we 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 know probably far less than some people and and also our, we haven't experienced this racism at all, so we, no. we don't know how to act on it. But I think um, I think as long as you kind of believe that someone is doing their best, um, I think we can try to bridge those gaps and, and try to help each other to help people in the right way. So if we've said anything that's that you think might be um, incorrect, then let us know and, yeah. and, and we'll do vice versa because... It's about educating and we just need to help each other. We need to, you know, we don't want to bully each other. We, we we don't want to just ignore it because it's too difficult. We just want to have this soft approach of if we all just try to pay attention and help out in the ways we can and stay open, then these things will change. 100%. So, yeah, so um, how do we go forward? We've just got to, yeah, keep engaging with the way that we, we can and we're going to put some... Um, some links in our show notes um, for Australian um, Australian GoFundMe and fundraising stuff um, that you can donate um, and and yeah and um, thanks for listening to our to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask about because I because you texted me I think in some point in the week. And I was really worried about what was going on because I thought it was just a carbon copy repeat of the priest thing. Um, oh, it was way worse. So the priest but, thing but only, think, only lasted twenty four hours. Well, it's such a relief when you just mentioned that you didn't watch the actual George Floyd video. Oh fuck no! Because in my mind, because sometimes you like to no. You, I mean, you do have a um, what do you call um, a fascination? Yeah, yeah, I'm dark. dark. I'm dark, yeah. but um, it's interesting that you bring that up. I'm dark as fuck. Um, I have watched people f- 
jump out of the towers, twin towers. Um, but um, there are certain things that I'm very sensitive to, and it's um, and it's human rights, um, and it's and it, and it's um, I, I it's I get very emotional um, with with human rights issues and um and i i just know i've watched several of those videos and um i knew that in this cape the um the state that i was in it it would really really upset me and i just i just emotionally like and there's that argument well you know you should watch it to see it's like no, yeah and I, I understand that i think that if you're a person that doesn't think this stuff happens, then it's important to watch so that you will get shocked and you will realise the reality of the situation. But I've actually seen so many of these videos and I know what happens um, and I don't need to see the video to, to know how serious it is. Yeah, and if you already do care, then forcing yourself to watch it is actually just masochism. Like it's just yeah, pain for no reason. No. I, I, I think it would put me in a really bad same frame of mind. Um, but, but it is a relief to me because in my mind when you sent me that text, I was like, okay... You're up at three AM, like snorting coffee beans. Oh no, and no, no, no! Watching dash cam footage, or <laughs> no, it was my. Uh, it was. I guess it's my 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 new Naomi. Like, because I'm pretty balanced these days. I'm not staying up all, at all night. I've gone been going to my bedtime the same night. It's just oh, my okay. waking. Yeah, yeah. It's just my. It's pretty. It's chilled for me. It's pretty chilled for me. It's just being on social media too much and um, and compulsively posting. Um, and just, just, it's more of the thoughts, you know, the thought, the constant thoughts and being highly, highly agitated, um, and highly, um, I just consume all this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've calmed down a bit. I went and got a massage yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Did you do the, um, have have you gone on social media now? Like you said you were going to have a break from social media. Oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, it's hard to do it. (laughs) Yeah. But what are your thoughts on um, – I wanted to know your thoughts because there's a lot of, you know, about people posting on their social media like this, you know, virtue signalling, um, you know, AKI I'm going to post this so that people know that I'm anti-racist um, or performative anti-racism. What do you think about posting things like – because there seems to be like people that are like, oh, the people that are posting, it's just all an act – and then the people that are not posting it are getting criticised for not posting at all and not caring. What's your thoughts on that? I have two things I want to say about this. The first thing, and this is the most important thing, is that anyone who accuses someone of virtue signalling, they are taking away from the issue by having this semi-religious thing that you need to care about the issue in the right way. And if you don't do it the right way, if if I'm worrying that you're doing it for your own um, self-promotion or whatever, that that's not pure, so it's not going to help. And the thing is, like, whether someone's doing it for selfish reasons or not, it's getting the message out there. So who really cares? Like that's it. And I, I hear it from the right again and again that people are just virtue signaling. But I'm like, yeah, but what are you doing? <laughs> like, if you accuse, all the people that are accusing someone of virtue signaling, these are the people that are talking about franking credits and and keeping their superannuation these are the people that don't actually care so i i I really see it as a non-issue in saying that there is a an issue that i have i saw mark Wahlberg, who who i (laughs) I follow very carefully you love mark 
I love him like a brother, but also <laughs> also an enemy um, because I think he's not a very good person. Oh, really? Um, well, he, a, he seems a bit dumb. Well, he I told you this before and like um, we always forget this is that he, before he was famous, he um, he beat up a Vietnamese guy and blinded him and just never faced any charges for it, never spoke about it again. Like it's just, he just like, he's not a very good person. Like, but um, he was quiet for, um, for like the last two weeks of the George Floyd thing, and then I think it was like on Wednesday or Thursday he just posted like, "Yeah, I feel bad for George Floyd." Like thoughts and prayers, and that was like <laughs> that, <laughs> that was like the only thing, yeah. and and it was unanimously all the comments were just like, "This is such bullshit. This is virtue signaling. Like, you don't actually care. You took so long to do this, and you actually said nothing about it." And in that case, I kind of get it because it's like that's PR. Like it's so it's so it's so transparent that he just he was told by someone or realized himself mm. that it was bad for his image to not say anything, and then he said something. Um, so, but maybe you know maybe that he got to some people you know some F forty five guys that didn't know about the Black Lives Matter movement. Maybe they they got the message from him, but um that. There is that thing where it does kind of make you feel a little bit gross when it's just so transparently yeah. self-involved. Well, the, the the research that I've done is, you know, it you have to have some call to actions in there. You know, yeah. you have to have, um, you know, how, how can we be active about it? And I think that there is a lot of people that put up the black squares. I put a, up a black square um, and a lot of people put black squares that, may or may not have gone maybe that's made that may that may be all that they will do mm. um so there is that and you know but to be honest i'm not surprised that he i'm really not surprised yeah he's not exactly the, the he's not the sharpest tool in the shed yeah and i don't i think some people just do not have the capacity to reflect on themselves their privilege um i think i'm really angry as well just also, FYI. I'm really angry. That's an emotion. I've had a lot of emotion and I'm really angry. That's good for you. Um, you don't often feel anger. Yeah, I'm angry at people that will, that refuse to to look at themselves. I'm just angry about that. And What um, do you mean by that? You know, just people that... Well, the all lives matter people. Those people. Oh, yeah. I don't... I, I, I really can't stand hashtag all lives matter i can't stand i just can't stand anyone that is choosing to ignore ignore this to preserve their own comfortable lives yeah um i don't care if you you don't you you're ignorant to um in di- I, I, it's not even you know like I, I got a message um this week from someone that wasn't aware of racism in australia and australia's history um and <laughs> they weren't aware that good luck they, yeah, they weren't aware that um that you know um you know the the violence that we have had um against Indigenous Australians that white people have have all the horrific things that we have done um, to First Nations people. And, I mean, it is surprising to me, 
But that person messaged me and asked me and and said and reached out and said, I wasn't aware I'm going to learn. Mm. Um, and as as much as I'm I'm on the side of, you know, we really can't congratulate people for caring about this stuff. Like it should just be an automatic thing. I also there's nothing I can say to that because it's like you're choosing now. You didn't know before, but you're choosing now to learn. Yeah, and we can't we can't really blame people for their ignorance unless no. they're doubling down on it. And I think um, the All Lives Matter thing, I almost it doesn't bother me just because it's so ridiculous. Because it's like it's clearly All Lives Matter people are people that um, they think that black the Black Lives Matter movement is about saying that black lives matter more than other yeah. people's lives but how so it's, dumb it's, do you have to be to, to think that yeah it's almost so dumb that i they're just a write-off anyway yeah. like i don't really worry yeah, about yeah. them yeah but yeah. it just worries me how many people like it's like so weird like um i've been watching a lot of comments on famous people's posts and so say seth rogan um did a um anti-racism post and all the comments were just horrific and someone commented, I didn't realise all your fans are so white yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. like, honestly, the comments on there were just so horrific. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting. Well, a good thing one comedian mentioned and I've experienced this, I'm sure you've experienced it as well, is it's a great – it's actually a really good opportunity to cull your friend list. Like, it's just a – it's a perfect, like – I like this one guy who I met in America – he um the only thing he's posted about it was a picture of a destroyed police car going fucking idiots and <laughs> so that's the real issue is destroyed police property mm. um and uh and it just feels so good just to clean out your friend list of of races yeah hundred percent um but you know what? 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 What can we really? What else? What else is going on? Should we wrap this? Should we up? try and? Should we try and go back into the our trivial lives? But I don't really have this week. I don't have anything. I I do want to say one thing about um last week with the um after we recorded that podcast with Heathy um did you notice that I was really anxious to leave? Yeah. Why? Do you know the reason for that was there was a tow truck outside of your house outside of your building and I have such PTSD <laughs> I mean it's not a good time to be saying PTSD yeah. but um <laughs> but I I just I do have this thing of like I just constantly worry about my car getting towed now that mm. I just saw it was already towing another car but I was like oh it's gonna yeah, happen to me you, so I just ran it out oh uh, because you would have been there for longer than x amount of hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah so I'm just like permanently worried about yeah. it um yeah that is that is um yeah, sorry. I just started going into a shame spiral, thinking about all our last like previous episodes and thinking about like what kind of people we are. <laughs> what? Well, this is the other thing that we we didn't talk about on recording so far. Is that um, I don't think it's. I actually don't think it's bad to be trivial. You know, like I think it's when I say you have to take care of your frame of mind to be able to help people i see this podcast as that as well like i don't think it's bad that we talk about dumb shit because it's kind of how we get over our dumb negative stuff oh no i don't have against uh, i don't have again anything against talking about dumb shit i think it's just i don't know i just think 
I don't know why. I just feel like right now it's not. I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard time to navigate, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like, who bloody knows? Um, but, you know, if you guys turn this off and go fucking listen to something more valuable, then I'm happy. Like, well, that's a, that's a good advertisement for our show. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but um, I I'm gonna go. Oh, you had cho- I heard that you cho- you tried lobster last week, like last night. Yeah, I'm not. And you feel sick. The thing is, like, everyone always bugs me about the fact that I don't eat many food, but eat much food, but. It's everything at the end of the day just tastes like chicken to me. Mm. Every food. And they, you ask someone to describe a food, they say, oh, it tastes kind of like chicken. So why are we de- need to be so, like, varied in what we eat? What? I mean, I, I just don't, like, I'm not, I'm not going to keep eating lobster now. I'd rather just eat chicken. Because they all taste the fucking same anyway. I don't agree. You have to take it off a fucking shell. I don't agree that they all taste the same. Um, what tastes different then? It tastes like I have never tasted lobster, but I don't agree that fish tastes the same as chicken. That's no silly. fish doesn't, but a lot of a lot of shit that you don't know how it tastes. Like I was asking them, like, oh, because the people I was with they've eaten a lot of different food. I said, oh, what does monkey taste like? And they're like chicken. And I was like, what does frog taste like? It tastes like chicken. So after that, why why even try it? Just have chicken. It's probably cheaper. I think because you know I mean? it tastes like a bit different than yeah, chicken. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going back. I don't think I'm going to that lobster. I feel sick. I feel like there was some kind of gluten involved. I'm, well, not, I'm not convinced. Well, mum, mum's allergic to shellfish. Um, what does that mean though? That she like does she have what it happens to her? I don't know. I think she gets like a rash or something. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, it's a weird. We're episode. tired. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna give you some links. Um, to donate, like even five bucks, like. Just donate a little bit. Um, and there's, I think there's a few petitions going around. Um, get some books. Um, yeah, just like support Indigenous businesses and engage in Indigenous art and let's just, you know, decolonise our fucking bookshelf and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry if this hasn't been very funny. But, you know, that's the time we're living in right now, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what's going to happen next week. Um, who knows? Who knows? Anyway. But we'll be there. But we'll, we'll be here. And we are going to get some more guests. We've got some guests in the pipeline. Um, Heathy was absolutely amazing. Thanks, Heathy, for coming on. Um, I, it's really interesting to have to have an input of someone that has actually done stuff before, you know? Yeah. Um. And, you know, if you're not following his posts, he's like, you know, he's my number one news source now. Yeah, he's got good shit. He's just, he really captures what's going on in the world. Like, if you don't know what's going on in the world, watch his stories and it's just done, done and dusted. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be friends with him on Facebook, but. He does it on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, so we love you. We're going to leave you. And, um, oh, yeah, go to the protest next week, next, next week. Saturday Hyde Park. I think it's 13th. A, is it 2 p.m.? I don't know. Well, it's next Saturday, guys. Look it up on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, God bless. God bless. Bye. Bye.